0: You are the people in history they warned us about! Pay attention! Get ready. It's time for the Other American View podcast. Today's special show is going to be on who were the most corrupt administrations in American history by attention.com. Some of the answers won't surprise you at all, while others are pretty shocking. But so get ready, buckle up, and let's go for a ride. The other American view is currently traveling. So unfortunately, we won't be able to bring you our sarcastic headline news reviews like we always have been. So we have another special show for you. In case you missed it, we have the five worst and five best presidents. Please go check that out. And now we're going to go into who were the most corrupt administrations in American history. So as we've said in our previous show, that the president is not necessarily the blame for things that go bad, but also gets gets the credit when things are good. A lot has to do with their administrations. The administrations, who do they appoint to those administrative heads? As we can see right now with Joe Biden, it's a complete fucking disaster. It seems like everybody he appoints is incompetent. They look lost on press interviews. They're evasive, and they don't have answers. They don't even know what they're doing. But anyway, according to attention.com, the most corrupt administrations, they have Ronald Reagan. Reagan's administration was beset by an endless string of scandals. Some of them are a huge procurement scandal called Operation Three Wind, which gutted the military and defense department. There was also a massive scandal that involved HUD. There was a copyright infringement case that the Department of Justice called the Innslaw Affair. The EPA's Sewergate scandal also happened with Ronald Reagan's administration. By far the biggest scandal that tarred Reagan was the Iran Contra, a complex scheme between 1985 and 1986 under which the heads of the CIA and National Defense Council hatched a conspiracy to sell missiles to Iran in exchange for a return of U.S. hostages. The Iranian money would then fund Contra rebels trying to overthrow the left-wing government of Nicaragua. The scheme violated both the embargo against Iran and the amendment prohibiting more money going to the Contras. After the deal came to light, Reagan went on national TV in late 1986 and claimed arms weren't being traded for hostages, then had to go on TV again months later to admit the trades did happen. 16 people were indicted afterwards, including Reagan's former Secretary of State, numerous CIA, and military officials. Coming in after Reagan is Richard Nixon, the gold standard of presidential corruption. Nixon is the only president in the United States history to have to resign as he was facing certain impeachment after the Watergate scandal. But Watergate isn't the only scandal that tarred Nixon and his administration. Nixon's vice president, Spiro Agnew, also had to resign about a year before Nixon did after he was implicated in a tax evasion scheme. Nixon's CIA director, meanwhile, was convicted of conducting illegal surveillance on U.S. U.S. journalists and plotting assassinations in Chile. Nixon's SEC chair had to resign after less than three months in office after altering a negative finding against Nixon's fundraiser. Coming in after Nixon, Warren G. Harding. So Harding served only two years before his death in 1923, but his administration was consumed by both personal and political scandal. Harding was a notorious philanderer, and in the waning days of his time in the Senate, he was blackmailed by a former mistress who threatened to expose their affair if Harding didn't vote against war with Germany. Harding's cabinet had the dubious distinction of being the first to have a member convicted of a crime after Secretary of the Interior Albert Fell was sent to prison as part of the Teapot Dome scandal, which Fell accepted bribes to lease the Navy's oil reserves at Teapot Dome, Wyoming, to private companies. The Teapot Dome scandal also claimed Harding's Secretary of the Navy. Harding's attorney general resigned in 1924 over a bootlegging kickback scheme. Two other Harding department heads were convicted of bribery and fraud. Charles Forbes for massively defrauding the government while building VA hospitals and office of alien property head Thomas Miller for illegally selling German patents seized after World War II. Coming in next, the most corrupt administrations is Ulysses S. Grant. Grant himself was known for his honesty, but his administration was likely the most corrupt in the 19th century. A near ceaseless flow of money from speculation and Western expansion led to an epidemic of corruption, and Grant responded by stubbornly protecting those accused of graft. A massive conspiracy to pilfer tax revenue from whiskey sales called the Whiskey Ring snared more than 100 federal state and local. The Secretary of the Navy of War and of Treasury all faced allegations of bribery and taking kickbacks. The Salary Grab Act was passed by Congress at the end of Grant's first term to enact gigantic retroactive pay raises for itself and to increase the salary of the President. Grant's administration was gutted by the Credit Mobilier scandal, which was a construction company massively overcharged the Union Pacific Railroad. The company pulled off the scam thanks to millions of bribes paid to the Vice President the Secretary of Treasury, and four senators and the Speaker of the House. After Grant, we have Andrew Jackson, the inherently corrupt spoils system under which the government officials were hired based on what they've done for the incoming administration rather than on merit-dominated politics in the 18th century. It began with Andrew Jackson, who purged the infectual career bureaucracy of past administrations, and his administration was beset by a mob of office seekers in response. Jackson was unable to keep federal offices nonpartisan and rewarded lucrative jobs to donors, friends, business associates, newspaper editors, who had written in support of Jackson, army veterans, and seemingly random characters. The result was a cavalcade of theft and corruption in distant offices and military posts, including 1.2 million embezzled from the New York City Customs House, the most lucrative point of entry in the United States. It took decades to dismantle the spoil systems that started under Jackson, and it can be argued that it's never gone away completely. So there you have it, attention.com's most corrupt administrations. So this has been going on for basically the entire history of our country. Back in those days, they were probably able to get away with a lot more. They didn't have the media that you have today, and especially the social media. Things can get conveyed to the public within seconds of finding out versus weeks and months back in those days, or even years. But they're also able to put out spin, cover-ups, Russian collusion, you name it, to divert attention away from them and what they're doing. So do you think political corruption is getting worse in America? Let us know. Go to theotheramericanview.com and send us an email. We hope you enjoyed our little special edition for you in our absence while traveling. And if you haven't followed political history in the past, hopefully today's show will have brought you more insight to how corrupt our government actually is historically, but even more amazing that we are actually still able to function and still be the greatest country in the world, even with all of this going Going on historically and what we're experiencing today under Joe Biden. We will eventually get back to our normal sarcastic headline news and commentary. We thank you for your support. Please go to the Other and let us know what you think. So that's gonna do it for today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Please go to the Other And send us your feedback. And remember, if you want to be on the show and have an email read, just send us an email through theotheramericanview.com. If you want to come on the show and voice your view, have a rant, again, theotheramericanview.com, as well as if you want to debate a guest, please send us an email. And for this show to have continued success, please go to Patreon, The Other American View, and see what tier is right for you. Please go to Twitter and follow us. And wherever you're listening to our podcast, please like us. Again, tell all your friends and spread the word. There's a podcast out there for you and your voice. The Audience Participation Podcast, The Other American View.